Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hi there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this edition of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Flegg. In this episode, which I have entitled A Day of Two Deals, I'm going to talk you through the mechanics, the psychology, the detail of yesterday, where I completed on a no money down property investment deal and signed up a no money down business deal. And in thinking about both of those, I think that's the first time I've ever done two deals, two no money down deals in the same day. I'm not sure I've done two in the same day before. I may have done, but it's certainly the first time I've done a no money down business deal and a no money down property deal in the same day because I've not done that many no money down business deals. I'm I'm in single figures for the number of business uh, deals I've done and not all of them are no money down. Most of them are, but I've never done two in one day. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking you through everything that I think has contributed to those deals and everything that's going to contribute to them being as profitable as possible. Now, I'm not standing here and saying that these are the best ways of doing these deals. I'm not saying that they can't be improved. I'm just explaining how I've done them. In fact, I'm sure they can be improved. Let's start with the property one first. That completed yesterday. So I've talked about it previously on the podcast, I think, but it was a vendor finance transaction. So the property was purchased just over 30% below market value. I want to say 32, 33% below market value, tenanted already. The landlord lives overseas and just wanted shot of the responsibility. Wasn't really concerned about the purchase price so much. 32% below is evidence of that, but also because they weren't concerned about the purchase price, they were happy to take a first charge on the property rather than money for the property. So they have got a first charge for every single penny that we've paid for the property, which of course in practical terms means not only that we pay stamp duty on the the lower amount, but we also don't need any purchase funds for buying the property. So when I say it's a no money down deal, it really is a no money down deal because we don't have to pay for the property. So literally, I was telling an investor about this yesterday, literally the vendor has paid us to buy the property. So they've given us the 32% discount and they've lent us the 68% purchase price. We've done a five-year deal with them, fixed rate for five years, and then we have to pay them the the 68%. It's cash flow positive today. It's a tenanted property. Bit of work to do, little bit of work to do, maybe... Well, definitely sub £5,000 to do, maybe two or £3,000 of works. But the deal is no money down. Of course, it costs some purchase costs. So we've got, as I've mentioned, stamp duty to pay, legals to pay. But that deal completed yesterday. And I, I like to, on the podcast and in my coaching, talk about deals that are real, not hopeful deals, but... I would often say that this is one that I've signed up but hasn't completed yet. And then I like to come back to it and say, and now it's actually completed because it it makes it real. (laughs) I think it's empowering to know that 
that these are real deals that get over the line that actually complete. So as of today, my company, my JV company owns that property and all that we've paid is some legals and some stamp duty. That deal will pay me back those purchase costs very, very swiftly. And it's really easy to sit there and think to yourself or walk there and think to yourself or cycle there and think to yourself probably people people listen to podcasts doing all sorts of things and they drive there and think to yourself probably not swim that's a harder one not impossible though you can get underwater uh, mp3 players now but it's really easy to listen to this podcast and think to yourself yeah but i don't get opportunities like that frank if i was talking to a vendor who was happy to do vendor finance at 32% below market value I'd be happy to do the deal but I don't I don't come across any vendors like that the psychology of this is really really important I truly believe that these deals are everywhere all over the place there are landlords and vendors desperate to sell their properties right now and no one is buying transaction volume is low conventional finance is hard to get creative finance so in in this example the vendor finance is not hard to get at all in fact really easy and that is my belief and because i believe that vendor finance is really easy to get that becomes my reality and it's not woo woo i literally am talking acting thinking as though these deals are everywhere because they are but because i speak like that because i speak with confidence because i am believing that they're everywhere i attract those deals to me and it that isn't woo woo that isn't me looking in the mirror telling myself i've got a lamborghini on the drive and then walking outside and da there's a lamborghini it's not that it means that when i am speaking to people about what i do i speak about all the properties i'm buying at the moment when i am introduced to investors who want to offload their properties i'm speaking in a manner that gives them confidence that we buy properties all the time when i'm speaking to those investors i'm offering to them control now pay later deals and because of that obviously more of them say they'd like more information that they'd like to know how that works. And a control now pay later deal, such as this one, where I've not paid for it now, I'm paying for it in five years time at the end of the the private mortgage. At the end of the conveyancing process, all I've had to do is sign a couple of bits of paper. I don't need to take searches if I don't want to. I don't need to show proof of funds. I don't need to be credit checked. This one, could have been completed within seven days really easily i don't actually know how long it took my jv partners signed i think i might have signed some of the paperwork but i think she signed the majority someone else a different jv partner negotiated the deal so i've never seen this property never met the vendor and only signed a few bits of paper i did put in half the uh, purchase costs paid that across a few days earlier an example of beliefs becoming reality is in a conversation I had yesterday with a friend of mine. So the friend of mine is in the Caribbean at the moment on holiday and we said we'd catch up. Funnily enough, we said we'd catch up about my Madeira coaching uh, weekend that I've spoken about on the podcast. And he said, look, I'd really like to know how you got on. How did you find it? I'm thinking I might like to do it with uh, 
Tony and Nikki and I said oh I'll, uh, I'll talk you through it no problem at all and in that conversation we chatted for maybe half an hour the wonders of WhatsApp hey you, that would have cost hundreds of pounds at one point at the end of the conversation we agreed we were gonna put in a challenge for ourselves we can do a, a physical challenge together and we're also gonna have a a weekend away with uh, with our sons and then my friend said and do we do we need to have a conversation about potentially joint venturing and i said i don't think we do i think we had a meeting a few weeks ago which we did we had like a two-hour meeting a few weeks ago where we went through every potential joint venture there were about four of them and in my mind we'd resolved every single agenda point there, there wasn't a second meeting to have some of the JVs had gone ahead, some of them we'd decided not to do. And he said, actually, Frank, there's something that's been niggling at me. And I said, oh, yeah, what's that? And he said, well, I've got a, a database of 26,000 landlords. And I think there will be, I'd been speaking. And this is where reality or thoughts become reality. Because of my beliefs that there are landlords everywhere, in that meeting that I can't even remember. I can't remember saying this in the meeting. The Zoom meeting, maybe three or four weeks ago. In that meeting, I, and he, he reminded me of this last night, I spoke to him about my joint venture with an estate agent where we'd emailed out, and I've spoken about this on the podcast, we'd emailed out, I think even today, we've only emailed twice, to all of their landlords saying, opportunity to sell, we can keep managing your properties. Let us know if you're interested. And that had brought in a tremendous number of leads that we were working through and buying properties from. And I'd mentioned this in passing to him. And he'd thought to himself, I must talk to Frank about that. Nothing had happened. I, I don't even know if we'd discussed doing that as a JV, but he thought to himself, hang on, I've got that asset in my pocket. And if there's a bunch of properties in there that we can buy no money down, then that's worth doing. And so he reminded me yesterday that on his list, he'd got that he wanted to explore that further and potentially do a JV. And can you see how that becomes self-fulfilling? So because I believe vendors are everywhere, motivated vendors are all around us, I've done the JV with the agent. Because I've done the JV with the agent, I've got loads of vendor leads. Because I've got loads of vendor leads, I'm talking about it because I'm excited about it. I'm passionate about the results I'm getting. And because I'm talking about it, he now wants to JV with me and provide me with more vendor leads. And it is really, and when you think of it like that, you think, yeah, that's not woo-woo. That's not telling myself there's a Lamborghini in the mirror and then running downstairs and, and seeing it on the drive or more, more likely not seeing it on the drive. But I could see if I did this for a few years, how that could easily result in a Lamborghini being on the drive. And so it's, it, it's an interesting phenomenon, but so powerful, so, so powerful. And if you carry that confidence into negotiations if you're able to describe a vendor finance deal with confidence as a normal occurrence then the vendors will pick up on that and think oh this is how frank buys properties this is how sophisticated investors buy properties and i'm i'm not at all embarrassed if a if a vendor says something along the lines of wow you're getting a good deal here i'm i'm quite open about it i'm like yep this is how we buy properties it means i can take the keys off you in seven days. It means that you don't have any void period. I can buy it in its current condition, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a completed deal, the, the, which completed yesterday. 
had a little WhatsApp message with my JV partner, little celebration on WhatsApp about it for a few minutes before we moved on with our uh, our days. It is funny how uh, routine no money down deals can become. The second deal that I did yesterday hasn't yet completed. I met the vendor for the first time. It's a motivated vendor of a business and the guy reached out to me and a JV partner about two, two and a half months ago. And we've been busy. He wanted to sell his martial arts school to us. And he reached out to Gordon because he knows that Gordon Bertram is uh, is respected in the industry. He knows him a bit, but not well. I think Gordon knew his name, but perhaps wouldn't have known much more about him. And he's basically had a change of circumstances. They've got a successful school, um, bringing in between four and five thousand pounds a month turnover, overheads of between two and two and a half thousand pounds a month. So decent, decent profits there. And he was very candid that his his situation has changed. A couple of pretty major things happened in his life and it's all lost its enjoyment factor for him. And he was very open with us and said, I'd like to do a deal whereby I don't have to worry about the running of the school. I don't have to do marketing, don't have to do sales, where I can turn up, teach the classes, and go home and not have any additional stress whatsoever no additional responsibilities where i get a fixed amount every month i don't have to worry about anything really he just he just wanted simplicity and in my experience this is no different to a motivated property vendor the psychology is the same the approach is the same and and i'm going to share with you the whole process from start to finish on this episode because yes i'm talking about a business but to be honest if you can buy a no money down business why wouldn't you it's the same principle as the the vendor finance deal just now doesn't really matter how much money you've got if you can buy a no money down deal why wouldn't you and so this guy reached out to us we asked him for a video of his school we asked him for all the numbers of his school shared them all with us we had a look at it and we thought yeah that suits our goals really that suits our goals of a business that we can we can run we won't be involved in the business we will be a an owner of the business the guy wants to teach um full time so that's great we can make that happen we can have our team do the marketing and sales of the business we think we can the, the great news is that on day one it's profitable that's really really important when buying a no money down deal that the property that we completed on yesterday it's tenanted and makes a profit from day one the business is functioning it's not flying but it's not failing it's just him that wants a change him that's tired and wants to change his situation and credit to him i think some people would have closed the school some people would have run the business into the ground but he's been proactive he's taken control of his situation and he's doing something about it and so i think gordon's had a call or two with him and we invited him up to our offices in rugby yesterday he came up we spent two two and a half hours together and my approach was exactly the same as with a vendor 
I said, or we said, it was Gordon, myself, and uh, and this guy. We said, so explain your situation. Like, why are you interested in us buying your business? And if you think about a property, that's our first question. Our question is, so how can I help? And he ran through all the changes in his life, changes in his business, how he's passionate about martial arts, but not about running business, how that changed for him, how it was wearing him out. And the whole time I'm I'm judging, A, is the business worth taking on? Because that's what's happening. We have agreed to take on the business for a pound. And so the whole time I'm looking at it thinking, is this business worth taking on? Does it have enough positive in it to offset the, the negative? Are the is the upside bigger than the downside. But I'm also looking at it the whole time from a person perspective. Is this someone I want to be in business with? Is this someone who I think is going to do a good job of working in the business? And about an hour into the conversation, after I'd heard his story and what he wanted to get out of the deal, Gordon and I stepped out for perhaps 20, 30 minutes, sat down with our FD, ran through the numbers, made sure that it did work for us. We then sat down with the vendor again and explained that, yes, we were willing to do the deal, that we could do it in this way. And it was basically a, a no money down purchase. We take on the liabilities of the business. So the lease on the building, the rates and bills, we would take over marketing we take over sales function we would train him and support him one of the things he wanted was to work as part of a team again rather than be a entrepreneur and of course we can provide that with a lot of leverage and if you look at this you it's the same as having a letting agent and having a mortgage broker and a lawyer it's very easy for you to solve someone's problems when you solve those problems day in day out and so for us we already have all those people in place he doesn't have any of those people so he's doing it all himself but we can take over that business and not have all of those responsibilities ourselves personally our team can do that for us and so having heard all of his pain and his desires from the the transaction we then laid out how we thought the win-win could work and at the end of it he said yeah that works for me and so we shook hands wrote a one page heads of terms five bullet points i think it was laid out what he would be paid every month what he would no longer have to do what he would have to do what we would do and that was it as simple as that it was a i want to say a five or six hour round trip for him so quite a long way um and again that's important because it shows his level of motivation shows his commitment to finding a solution and it was two two and a half hours of our time to bring on a ready-made school for our um, martial arts business we've agreed it will be rebranded as uh, g-force which is our brand and the rfd and and he are now working on getting all of the uh, bills lined up and picking a date that we'll take over on. And if you think about it, they're completely different. One's a two up, two down freehold house and one's a martial arts school in a leased building. They're completely different, but actually they're very, very similar. In each case, you've got a motivated vendor who wants a specific solution that's hard for them to achieve, very, very hard for them to achieve, but where we can, in a manner that is a win for us and a win for them, we can give them the solution that they're after. And and that, if you can find that solution, if you can find someone with a problem that's hard for them to find a solution to, but you can solve it, they are willing to be very, very flexible on other parts of the transaction. 
the purchase price in both cases when they get money in both cases the guy has spent five years building up this school that's that's hard to hand over for a pound but what we were giving him was more valuable than what he wasn't getting for his school because even though he's put in five years of hard work and he's he's got a very solid business selling that business is hard selling that business very quickly to someone who can take over in the next few weeks is nigh on impossible and so by stepping in and providing that solution we've bought ourselves a really solid small business but what i've said before is the property that earns us a couple hundred quid a month that we completed on yesterday or this deal that we signed heads of terms for yesterday and hopefully we'll complete in the next few weeks earning two grand a month and we'll probably raise the expenses on that if i'm honest in, in order to grow it these amounts of money this cash flow just accumulates it grows and grows and grows and so if it costs you nothing to acquire a to acquire an asset other than some of your time and then it pays you and then it pays you forever more for me that's well worth it well well worth it because over time that cash flow and equity grows and grows and grows until next time enjoy the journey sophisticated property investing make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now